getting ready to cozy up behind bed here. Uh, do you, could you tell me a bedtime story? Of course, Sam. There once was a lady who lived in her shoe. And, and then what happened? And boy, she was so sad, she then turned blue. And then what happened? And then she became a national football star and won and the double NCA. And, and then what happened? <laughs> then she fought in actually all the wars, World War One, World War Two, Vietnam, the, the French-Italian War. She and then what happened? Fought in all of them. And then she became the foosball champion of the world. And then what happened? Then she, then she invested in Apple because why not? And then what happened? Then she died of AIDS. And then what as happened? All, as all bad women should. <laughs> um, and then what happened? Um. And then her son goes off, and the flower or the the feather blows out away, and 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 the world keeps going round and round. And then what happened? Alan Silvestri is the king. Silvestri, Sylvester, who's to say? And then what happened? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone outside and in between. Welcome, welcome back. back. How you doing? This is a movie discussion podcast. We talk about movies. We talk about art. Uh, this week, we're talking about exclusively the uh, first one of those two. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, Sam. Fucking. Um, yeah. Uh, we're doing. Yeah. Who cares? My name is Sam Bannigan. And I'm Andrew Thomas. Uh, and this week, we're talking about a movie. Um, how, how, are you? how are you doing? Oh. Oh, I I had a good week. I actually had a very good week. Yeah, it was like we talked about Space Jam, you and I, and then this morning we like, sure fun, fucking did. Fun stopped. All the fun I had. Yeah, do you want to describe the painting that you drunkenly bought last night? I didn't. I buzzingly bought it. <laughs> I bought it right before I got super drunk. It's a nice painting. It's colorful. I see myself. I'm gonna put it right next to my mirror to humble. Can to you? Humble me. But describe describe the image. So for our beautiful audience. So, so it's a it's it is a portrait of a nice gentleman. Uh, he has blue eyes, uh-huh. and I don't know what skin color is he is because his skin is painted uh, because he's a clown. Uh-huh. I bought a sad clown painting, and, and he has a bowler hat too. The bowler hat is what's is what sold it. Okay, and he also has a nice red bow tie. <sighs> Spent thirty dollars on it. Jesus! <laughs> I just walked by it. And I was like, oh. The, no one it. even walked up to me. I asked. It's not like some some sleazy guy was like, hey, you want to buy it? No, I was like, hey, how can I get this? <laughs> it's not even like I was bamboozled. Through and through. All my choice. All you, baby. 
also just sweating a lot because it's hot, but also because we drink poison for fun. Isn't that weird? Yeah. You put poison and syrup together and then just get lick, lickety lick. Yeah. And then people don't come to D&D. And then people sleep in. People do indeed sleep in and, and, and throw up. <laughs> <laughs> and throw up too! But how are uh, how are you, Sam? I'm good. It's been a busy week. It's been two weeks. It's been busy two weeks. It's been mm. but it's been good. I'm hungry. Uh but I probably don't get to eat for a while, which sucks. Why do you not get to eat for a while? Because we're doing this and then I'm seeing someone at six and we're getting ice cream, which isn't like food. Uh, so I'm just gonna be hungry. Dang! Because I'm not gonna yeah. eat my dinner at like 5 p.m. Of no, course, fucking... it's ridiculous. So who knows what's gonna happen? But yeah, it's fine. It's been a busy week. Uh, weeks. I yeah, it's I don't know. I'm tired. Stuff. Yeah, I'm just tired. I get that <laughs> stuff. Of course, you know. Completely under understandable. Yeah. Speaking of tired of stuff, Jesus Christ! Andrew made me watch this fucking movie. Nineteen ninety four, Forrest Gump. Robert mm-hmm. Forrester. He has nothing to do with this movie. Robert Zemeckis. Robert Zemeckis's Robert Zemeckis. technological masterpiece. And Forrest garbage Gump. film. Forrest Gump. Bad yeah. film. Bad film. We, uh, Andrew's been bugging me about this for like two weeks, so we did it. You made yeah. me watch the Da Vinci Codes. I I was like, I'll I give you one you, one Da Vinci Code for a for Forrest Gump. Make you watch the, the Da Vinci Code. I said, Do you want to do these movies? And you said. Yes. Whereas you said, do you want to do Forrest Gump? And I said, no. And then you said, a bunch of other stuff. (laughs) What other stuff? What other stuff did I say? Stuff. Uh, Stuff. Yeah. And then I did it for Andrew. And now, here we are. What was the other movie that you wanted to get me to watch? Uh, I talked about on Friday. I, I was like, I don't think it would make a good episode, but I do want you to see old. Oh, right. No. <laughs> I'm just curious on what you would think. I don't want to see it. How's your boy? How's your Glass hereditary sucks. boy? Glass sucks. Work of art. Glass is trash. One of my favorite views of that movie, it's a negative review. Uh, one of my favorite reviews is uh, someone said, the GL is silent. That's good. It that's is. good. That's that's good. Isn't that great? I saw that. Yeah. I was like, hey, I like this movie, but hey. Comedy's comedy. <laughs> Comedy's comedy. I gotta give props with when I see something good. That's great. Yeah. Um, so why the fuck why did we watch this movie, Andrew? Because Tell the people. I've been thinking about this movie for a while. Just for, 
I, I guess this is my personal relationship with this film. I saw this movie young, maybe 10, maybe 9, and I loved it. I was like, what is this? This was like one of the first like movies movies I liked. Mm. I was like, oh, this this took over Shrek's 2's place of my favorite movie. I like Forrest Gump. I'm a real adult now. <laughs> I'm a real adult. Um, and I've always just been like, yeah, Forrest Gump is great. And I've said that for a while. Um, and then just a few years ago, I was like, is Forrest Gump good? <laughs> is Forrest Gump good? It's been a minute. It's been it's a minute fine, since yeah. I've seen it. And I've been meaning to rewatch it. And then just seeing Tom Hanks in the Da Vinci Code movies really lit a fire underneath me. I was like, oh, I gotta watch Forrest Gump. It's in the brain. It's in... And 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 I'm just like, there's no time. I wouldn't make time for me to just watch it by my lonesome. So I was like... And also because you're, you're my best bud and I care about your opinion and I want to know your thoughts on art, on all the deep dark corners of art i was like yo you know what might be fun robert zemeckis's forrest gump and then i saw sam's face i said robert zemeckis's and he was like back to the future and then i said no forrest gump and i saw the hope die from sam's eyes it was a rough moment for me i would have been fine with like uh uh romancing the stone or something something other than this <laughs> and also it's just like the work like every this this movie has its own restaurant in our real world life like this movie's impact is so big on on culture mm-hmm. i just wanted to to revisit it after especially after the year i watched 400 movies Uh, and you somehow didn't land on Forrest Gump. What do you... Oh, yeah, I didn't land on that In that whole year of 400-plus movies. No Forrest Gump. No Forrest. Wild. So, So, having loved it as a child, having questioned your love of Forrest Gump as a, having watched it as a young adult a few days ago how, where you at? how do you like how do you like the gumps call it nostalgia call it whatever you want there are some parts of this movie that are just so charming that is so okay. relentlessly charming he wipes his face off, and then it's the yellow smiley face. Like, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. It's the stupidest shit in the world. I love it. And it's it's the two slits. It's the two slits for eyes. How did that happen? How do you How does the face? smile happen? What are you How talking about? <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> but, like, geez louise. I've always known. Can I tell a quick funny story? Of course. Please, fill time. I've always known. <laughs> I've always known Bubba was racist. So, there is there was a family that I used to know in Texas. And 
one day they were like, hey, Bubba. And I was like, excuse me? And I'm kind, so I was like, let me just make sure they just called me this. But they called everyone Bubba. I was very prepared to be like, hey, don't call me Bubba. I know what that means. No, no, don't you ever. <laughs> don't you ever. I've always known Even. Bubba was racist. But, jeez Louise, I didn't know. I didn't know some things. Have you ever just watched something and been like, dang, how did I not point that out? You mean at the very beginning of the movie when Tom Hanks is like, yeah, it was named after the founder of the KKK. Remember when that happens at the very beginning of this goddamn movie? <laughs> to, to, not and then, just and named after the KKK. And then, and then says, everyone makes mistakes. Like that's like the founding of the KKK was just like, yeah, it's just a little oopsie. It's just a little oopsie. Yeah. Yeah, there's just some things that are are rough with a capital R. Yeah. And a U somewhere in there. Um I don't know why that is just I don't know why either. U, and a U somewhere. In I don't know there. why the I don't know why the U. I don't know why the somewhere. But you did it. Yeah, there are just some scenes I know, like, I know you hated every part of this, I'm assuming. There's not a single thing that you were like, I like Pretty this. Pretty much. I mean, Tom Hanks is a good actor. Um, and uh, um, Alan Silvestri is great. Gary Sinise, Robin Wright. These are good, talented people. Uh, and this movie sucks. Oh, and Sally Field is good. Uh, yeah, Sally Field. I love Sally but Field. This movie is capital B bad, capital R rough. With a U somewhere in there. With a U uh, in one of those words. In one um, of those words. Um, it's, yeah, it, it's it's. They're it's just some, rough, man. There are some moments for me where, like, would he? Bust out of the of his leg braces. It's all Alan Silvestri. Alan Silvestri just says "step back, guys," and just completely lifts that scene yeah. with the score. But it works. I was I was laughing at it, and then the da 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 da. da. I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty amazing, is it not?" <laughs> look look at you go. It's it. There's yeah. something very sweet. But it's so just gross. There's some things that are just gross. It's so gross. Even just, even just the concept, I find I find very difficult. In fact, almost impossible to get behind. Of yeah. let's watch this uh, mentally handicapped person stumble their way through every social and political event for like two decades and is secretly the most influential person in history i'm like what is the what what are you trying to make me feel like what is the point of this like why are you because it feels very much like the movie is 
I don't know if condescending is the right word, but like condescending about like being uh, uh, neurotypical compared to other people. You know, it feels very uh, in all the worst ways. This movie feels like um, precious. Is that that movie? The one with Sandra Bullock? The Blind Side? Oh, The Blind Side. I was like, the precious? precious? That's a pool. The Blind Side with the football player? Yeah, there's that one and there's another one that came out around the same time. That That's the precious. Same movie. Okay, I, both of them. <laughs> precious is the one with Monique and she's the girl who just has a very bad life She's pregnant. Uh, the father left. What else? Sure, happened? sure. Both, both of these movies. I don't know. Both of these movies. Mm-hmm. And in the worst ways, this feels like that. Like it feels like we're supposed to be like, oh, look at this uh, person who mm-hmm. who isn't like us. You know, like it feels very othering in a very, very gross way. Yeah. Is uh, there a term and- for that? Probably, but uh, I certainly am not smart enough to pull it out of my hat right now. Um, so it feels really gross. It feels really gross. Uh, kind of the whole time. And having, you know, Tom Hanks, a not mentally disabled person, do this, like, affectation mm-hmm. and performance even though he is a good actor, it's still gross. It's still like, you know? Yeah, I mean, it is unfortunate how good Tom Hanks is in this in this movie. It, like he's it, really he good. disappears scene, in the role. That scene at the end when he meets his son is great. But, but. it doesn't change the rest of it. Like, it's still it's like, but? <laughs> um, here's my thing. I wish it was, because I'm cool with the, hey, remember the past, like, 25 years? Let's go through it together. Can it be, like, I don't, just, like, some dude? Just some, some putz running through life? Why does it have, it's so, it feels so gross that it is someone who is uh, mentally disabled? I feel, is this yes? I think, I believe that is the correct term apologies apologies yes i'm ignorant um uh yeah it's really it's really gross it it like if it was just like weird some stoner going through he like the first time he ever smoked a joint and he was like oh and then he just kind of went through this whole you know the past 20 years of america through this very limited lens and boiled it down to to a very outrageous degree. I feel like that movie works and it could still hold up. It's the fact... Yeah, it's just... It feels really weird. There's a lot of moments. Yeah. Also, there's a lot of great quotes in this movie delivered by Forrest Gump. And I was walking around while the movie was played. I said it like Forrest Gump and I was like, well, I guess I can't say that anymore. No, That's something I can't say. Um, 
Yeah, the also the other really gross feeling thing because it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter in the movie. And they and it's so weird. I really didn't like it. It was when he joins the army and he's like, "Oh, I was really good at being in the army." And then shows him just like wildly succeeding at being a soldier felt really weird because it was like this is you're saying a lot of stuff right now you're saying a lot of stuff but you're not doing anything about it you're just saying like a lot of stuff about the military and the people in the military and it's like it's a lot my guy it's a lot for Zemeckis just to be like yeah this is happening or I guess the writer of the book just to be like I read the book you did? Yeah. Wild. Um, a lot more stuff happens. Also, Forrest isn't as as uh, innocent. Mm. He just like is like he does drugs. He like a lot of the things, a lot of stuff that he does, they give to Jenny, which is a whole other problematic thing in itself. I think Weird. I know what they're trying to do. What were you gonna say? That's just weird. Is that they're trying... I think Robert Zemeckis is trying to have like this optimism towards America and the troubled side of America. But... Where I would say worked before, you know, life happened to me is that it, it works because it's just showing that balance. Because, yeah, that's the world there's the good side and the bad side and they both coexist but with the way the movie portrays it is so weird i did not mm. like how they use jenny whatsoever <laughs> that that's the big thing that hit me that was the big yeah i was like this is just come on guys yeah yeah this whole it's just this movie this the the book and the movie very clearly don't have like an understanding of of I guess they they have aged incredibly poorly like just horrendously um to the point where you know this might be a stretch and I it's just what I sort of got from the vibes of this movie. Uh-huh. Which is when Jenny and Forrest sleep together for the first time. Uh-huh. Very much seemed like the movie was trying to be like, isn't this so romantic? But in my mind, I was like, this is very close to sexual assault. This is incredibly uncomfortable you this is really bad you are not the first person to have that opinion they're they're it's dang remember blogs remember this movie was also just a trip i remember reading up on this movie look at what people's (laughs) opinions were because the the brand new thing the internet was out it was the place to be um yeah no i remember hearing someone say it kind of feels like assault and I remember thinking, I was like, no, it's because Forrest wants it. We all know Forrest wants it. But again, now that life has happened to me, I'm like, oh, 
Yeah, this is kind of no, not kind of. It is, this is uh, bad. A this gross is bad. feeling. Um, yeah. and then when she like asks, like you know, writes him a letter out of the blue just because she's dying to like take advantage of him at the end of her life. It's very, it's just very gross. Like, it's not romantic. It's just like, I'm dying. The father of my child is a millionaire. So I'll marry this mentally disabled guy who I've known since I was a a child just to make sure that my that our child has millions of dollars. And then I'll die because I served my purpose. Because I have AIDS and it's like fucking wild. I I also really, I also just uh, other bullshit that I didn't like about this movie. I hated how I hate whenever this happens in, in movies, but when it's like, they did it in bow rap too. That sort of like uh, uh, someone like says something, and it's like say that again, or they like say a quote, and you're like, oh, like when he's on TV with John Lennon, uh-huh. uh huh, and he's like, oh, just imagine it. That's oh, easy, easy if you try, Joe or whatever yeah. the fuck. Uh-huh. And I was just like, oh, Jesus, oh come on, man, like, yeah, I like. That stuff just bugs me. So all of the like, like, I I have a bumper sticker business. What do I do? You just ran through shit. Like, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm in the t-shirt business. I don't What do I do with all my t-shirts? That sort of bullshit. Just, oh God, I hate it. See, just, (sighs) here's my thing. Cause I also don't like it, but I like those examples. The one that I don't, I don't like Elvis. I don't like stuff. I don't like that. Yeah, that Elvis thing at the beginning. I don't like how they like, <laughs> like, get caught in the middle of a hurricane and they just like happen to be the one boat that doesn't sink. It's like what? What is happening? What's going on right now? For me, those feel like plot, like just like moving it forward. Like there's no really like reason to have it other than hey, look. The t-shirt and bumper sticker, to me, I I really liked it because it felt very much like a... Because why why not? Of course he did. Because of I course he did. So, I just got so tired of, of the... I mean, the bit that I that I did at the beginning. The, like, and then this. And then he, went, he ran across America seven times. And then he helped the bumper sticker guy. And then he helped the t-shirt guy. And then... He met the president. Then the president got shot. And then he met John Lennon. John Lennon got shot. And then he was the ping pong world champion. And then that president got, got shot. And then the president put him up in a hotel and he saw Watergate. And then this. And then this. And then he invests in Apple. And then he's a bajillionaire. Like, I was just like, come, just tell a story. Just tell a story. Hey, just tell a story. Do any basic story. That uh, someone older than ten years old can can write would um, be great. Would be very nice, actually. Here's my: Do you th- so? They're gonna make a movie like this again. I can feel it. 
about yeah, it's the 1995's Green Book. No, not even that. Um, a guy, because I feel like the purpose of Forrest Gump was to wrap people's head around the 70s and 60s. Like, because the movie was made for adults, and I feel like Robert Zemeckis was just very much like, hey, let's just take a trip down memory lane with a very charming man. We all love Tom Hanks. Look at him. And it worked then. I feel like there's going to be another movie like that. What do you think they could do to avoid some of the pitfalls? Pitfalls? Yeah, pitfalls. Uh, don't make the movie. <laughs> I don't think I don't think stuff like this works. I don't think I think like fundamentally you can't make a story that is like traipsing around every important event from the last 20 years mm-hmm. and make it work in like a meaningful way. I think it would just be I think it would just be pointless and bad and I think the only way to to uh, avoid all the pitfalls is don't do it is to write it and be like this uh we could do this but instead burn instead it. what we're gonna do we're gonna take all the money that we were gonna do to make forrest gump the sequel uh and uh we're gonna put it into like five other movies that's the best way to do it dang yeah what about you <laughs> i what are your thoughts? I don't know. I I think it's going to happen, especially after after them Trump years. Do you think now I'm kind of veering off of it? Is the movie a bit too American? A bit too It's extremely American. But yeah. so are half the so so was Space Jam, I don't know. So <laughs> But like in the way like is there a disconnect? For for you, Sam Bannigan. Well, he does the Terry Fox thing, so I don't know. That was a big Canadian thing. I don't know if you know about Terry Fox. I don't. I was just going to pretend like Terry I Fox did with my silence. Terry Fox had one, maybe two, at least one prosthetic leg, mm-hmm. uh, and he like ran across Canada. Oh, okay. So, so Tom Hanks doing that run across America is him doing Terry Fox. Oh, that's cool. Um, sure, but just watch a just go watch the Terry Fox documentary. It's really good. Do you remember the like mud the fun run the documentary? It was like one of the first movies we watched together. Um, that the Barkley Marathon. Yeah, yeah. I just talked about. It. About it with a friend the other day. That movie was good. <laughs> that movie rips. That movie's great. Everyone go watch the Barkley Marathon. <coughs> it's truly insane, but it's very good. Um. Also, I think if if I don't know if they if anyone would make a a. Dra- like a dramatic retelling of of the past 20 years right like i think it would have to i think it would be better served as like a docu series or something you know forrest gump the tv show netflix presents forrest gump i'm out (laughs) 
I am so. Angry. I just because they're I, I, unlike you, I do. I kind of like the idea. I think the idea could work. Having having someone just kind of go through these events. Um, there must be a Forrest Gump ripoff. I'm trying to think like Joe Dirt. That's a spoof, but hey. What's another know. movie that does this type of formula? Uh, Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I had a point. I don't know, man. I just, I don't think, the thing I think, the thing I think about this is that I don't think it would work is because you can't, there's no one person who was naturally involved in all of these different events. Right. So they have to come up with a new person who can go through all of these, these events, but in order for them to like go through all of these events and not be deeply affected by them at every turn, you have to like make them someone that the audience can like laugh at. Yeah. And be like, look at this guy not knowing the thing that's going on around him. You know? Yeah. Make him a Mr. Bean type of character. You could do that. I I believe it. Yeah, I don't I just I still I just don't know. I just don't know how it would all unfold. Unfold. I just hope they don't do it. And if they do, I refuse to watch it. One thing that I do that I really still like about this movie is how how much they try. They don't succeed a lot of the time, but they do try. How kind it is and how earnest it is. How it moving the movie basically preach preaches uh you know, being kind is what gets you through this world. Um what were you, you sound like you were about to say something. Nope, not at all. Um, I was breathing. Oh, okay. You just made an O with your mouth like a yeah, it was like a, it was like one of those like yawn, you know. Sometimes you have like a weird yawn sort of yeah. situation. You gotta stretch those yeah. lips. Yeah, <laughs> don't have don't have to call me out on the podcast about it, but uh, um, do I call you out every time you cough and I have to edit it out? No, I don't. Um, so the audience hasn't. I didn't hear that because I edited it out. Um, what did I want to say? Positive, positive. Yes, how like how I like how much it is positive. Um, what did you do? You think they did that? I know you didn't think they did it well, but for what they tried, no. how did you think they did, and how could they have done better? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You ask me these questions sometimes about movies that I don't like, and I have no way of answering them because I just so fundamentally don't like the movie or the conceit of the movie that I don't think about how I would improve it. The only times I really think about if I can improve a movie is when it's something that I like, I'm disappointed by. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, I wish they could have done this. Like, I can talk about the ending of Edge of Tomorrow. And how it ruins the whole the whole movie, mm-hmm. 
a lot because I think that the conceit in it, and there's a lot of interesting stuff there. But with Forrest Gump, I don't think this movie can work. Like, I don't think it, I don't, it doesn't work on a, on a, on a very basic level. And so I find it difficult to think about what would I have done differently? Because what I would have done is made a different movie. Mm-hmm. You know, if you wanted a movie about a bunch of different historical events, I would have made a different movie entirely. And it would, have, it would look and feel nothing like Forrest Gump. Or if you wanted to make a movie about, you know, being kind in the face of all these different things, then that's also an extremely different movie to Forrest Gump. So I don't really have an answer for you. Do you have thoughts on this? Since you, you, you think that the movie, this sort of movie can work. Mm-hmm. So do you have thoughts what? on, on where it can go? I'm sorry that I don't have an answer. No, you're I'm good. Just... I understand. This is, this is, this is the show. Um, <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I think that. There could be something where, uh, like, going back to, like, the bumper sticker in the face, I think you just make it more outrageous. I I, I think you, you could make this movie where it doesn't feel like, oh, hey, now he's, he's in the army, and because he's in the army, now he's a ping pong star. You can make it a little bit more ridiculous because we all know there's not a person who went through all of these events like that um and with the kindness i do like like i like lieutenant dan's story a lot yeah that's the other thing the other characters in this movie are infinitely more interesting than forrest gump Mm -hmm. i would i would watch a movie about jenny i would watch a movie about lieutenant dan watch a movie about bubba I would watch a movie about Bubba. About his shrimp. He at least has like... I don't know. Shit going on. You know what I mean? Opposed to our good friend Forrest? Yeah. Um, I... With, with these characters... I feel like they, what they, what this movie tries to do is that they try to like, I feel like represent something, but just watching it now, I guess, or age poorly just doesn't represent the same thing or does it just doesn't feel right. I don't know. Positive media. What, what, what are some of your favorite positive media? I feel like there's, there's a, a, Come up it's with like Paddington and Ted Lasso. Even the good place. I haven't, I haven't watched Ted uh, uh, Paddington. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched the the beginning of the new season of Ted Lasso, but I watched the first season of Ted Lasso, and Ted Lasso is really good. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't watch a lot of a lot of media that's like, hey, you should be nice. Because I know that already. Mm. Like, yeah, of course you should be nice. That's a 
person. Why wouldn't that's I be nice to rule. other people? That just seems pretty standard to me. I don't know. But not even being nice, just having like a good feel, like just something that's positive, just a positive feeling. I feel like you, Forrest Gump, the character, is that in this movie, is that we see sure. all this tragedy, yeah. but he is the positive light. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But then you can sort of, I don't know, point to any, a lot, a lot of stuff. You can point to, yeah, Ted Lasso, Paddington, The Good Place. But you can also point to Scrubs and Brooklyn Nine-Nine and select, select episodes of It's Always Sunny. Uh, what episodes? Which, uh, I'm thinking of like, you know, the episodes, maybe not full episodes, but bits and moments and episodes when like these horrible people see a, a actual horrible thing going on in the world. And they're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, stuff like when they go to the hospital and they're like, uh, it's a hospital. That's what taxes are for. <laughs> uh, like that sort of stuff. The yeah. like the, you know, even, even, even the, the ending of um, season 13 when uh mac does that dance yes like that that arc is also quite nice like having danny devito be there and like i don't get i don't understand what's going on like i don't get it and then having this like beautiful performance and having you know this this more bigoted character be like oh i like art is powerful and i get it now No, that like I think that sort of stuff happens in that show, despite the show itself being truly about horrible people doing horrible things constantly. But even that, even it's always sunny finds ways to be like, yeah, but some stuff is nice, and that's okay. Even like Charlie, like at the beach, right? Like Charlie at the beach, like finding like rocks and like pieces of glass, and he's like, these things are so beautiful. And it's garbage. It's trash. And we understand that it's trash and it's bad and you shouldn't, like, it shouldn't be there in the first place. But he finds this, like, beauty and this, like, you know, thing. You can find it in Scrubs, you know? These characters spend every day (coughs) trying to save people's lives. And then they, like, do a little dance and, like, and, like, have a good, have a good goofy time. And then you get episodes like that one where where Turk and JD sit with that guy instead of going to their steak dinner, and they like just like talk about death, and it's like, oh god, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. I think exists in a lot of in a lot of media. Uh, I do understand what you mean that there is a bit of a bigger wave of the Paddingtons, and, yeah, and the Ted Lassos. Um, so. I'll probably say Ted Lasso because it's the one that I've watched. Mm-hmm. I that was a very long way to answer. No, 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 not at all. I loved it. I love, I love a good Sam answer, a long Sam answer, an LSA. What, I love it. That's what that's what you pay me for. <laughs> um, do you have a do you have thoughts preferences? I for for me like the big one that like showed it to me was the Good Place. Um, of just something that is so, for me, it's like, uh, 
Jason in the good place. I was like, uh oh, here's here's the reason why I'm not gonna watch here's this show. The guy. Yeah. Here's the dummy that we all laugh at. Did we not it's learn our funny. lessons from Joey? Yeah. Um and he was the greatest one of them all. <laughs> he was the greatest one. It it yeah. just this this and I feel like I bring up Jason in the good place because he is that like light of whatever the show does get too serious. He says the stupidest thing, like actually, yeah. like doesn't make sense, but yet it's funny, and yet we laugh, and yet we feel good, even though they just talked about how there, when you die, there might not be anything; it might just be existence of blackness and a void. Yeah. When they're talking about like their own personal hells, and he's like, "I'm at a dubstep con- concert, and the beat never drops." <laughs> it's like, "Yeah, all right, Jason, sure." <laughs> yeah, all right, bud. Yeah, that would suck. You're right. You're correct. There's this one with Ted dancing, and Jason. He has an idea, and he was like, "Huh, good idea, Jason." And then he says, "Did you actually mean that?" Or did you actually just <laughs> squibble, just squibble lines and pretended like you wrote it down? And then, <laughs> then Ted Dance just rips out the paper and throws it <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> and like, yeah, wouldn't that be nice? If, I mean, it wouldn't be nice because Forrest Gump is a problematic character. <laughs> yeah, extremely, like deeply. That's the issue, right? Yeah, man, how. And how tolerant they thought they were in the 90s. I wish yeah. I was there. I wish I could have more to compare and contrast with. Uh. Yeah. Do you... I have a weird question. Please. Unrelated, but it just came into my brain. Remember that scene when it seems like Lieutenant Dan commits suicide and then he shows up at the wedding later? I've always, Sam, Remember? always thought of this. I remember the remember first time happens? I watched it, I was like, oh, did he not? Oh, 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 so how do you get back in the boat? Was he like, hey, Force, drop that net. Drop that net, bud. And then pull me up. up. <laughs> or does Lieutenant Dan just have bad upper body strength? <laughs> that would be hard, a soaking wet. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah. Oh uh, no! For this, 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 that question has plagued me for years. I always—it's also a beautiful image. The way that the water meets yeah, the sky. Yeah, when he's doing that backstroke, and, yeah. and Forrest, Forrest says, "I think he made his peace with God that day." I'm like, "Oh, he killed himself. Cool. He found peace. He realized that he didn't want to be around. Killed himself. That, you know, that is a touching story." Of this of Lieutenant Dan, and then he just shows up a millionaire later. Yeah, and I'm like Gary, come on. Yeah, yeah. Do you want? Have you seen Gary Sinise in a lot of stuff? Gary Sinise is great. I've I always seen forget him how good in, Gary Sinise is in the film version of of Mice of Men. Of Mice of oh, Mice. No, He's which so- one's the band? The band. There's a band that I get a mix up because you know, um, it's not of mice and men. Of mice and men. He is in of mice and men with John Malkovich, and it's fucking great. Yes, of mice and men. And then there's a a band that has a very similar name, but it's not similar. But it's not the same name. Oh, the like up. indie band of yes. of monsters and men. Something. It's like 
something. I don't know. Of Mice there, and Men. Okay, well, John here's the Malkovich. thing. There is there is a hardcore band called Of Mice and Men. There is also an indie band, an indie like folk band called Of Monsters and Men. I think it was like Of Men and Mice. Something. I don't know. Dyslexia is weird. Those are the two <laughs> that you would that you might have heard of. Okay. That I know of. Of Mice and Unless you're thinking of another band. Potentially. Um, what did I want to say? Uh, yeah, I've seen him in that, and I've seen him in uh, CSI. CSI, yeah, <laughs> and that's about it. But Gary Sinise is great. I think Gary Sinise is a wonderful actor. My dad talked to him at an airport. Cool. Uh, I said I said that like it wasn't cool. That is cool. <laughs> you, I sort of said that wish- like cool. <laughs> I was like, you wish you could talk to Gary Sinise at an airport. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to talk to Gary Sinise. Uh, he was in another movie called Snake Eyes with Nicolas Cage. Snake Eyes? Uh, G.I. Joe origin? No, 19, Brian De Palma's 1998 Snake Eyes starring Nicolas Cage. Dang, I need to add that to the list. Yeah, then you can say you've seen Snake Eyes. Yeah. Not Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origin. Yeah. What a 2009 title. Yeah. It's, that's, oh, man. Please get out of the new world if you can't lend a hand for the times that they are a-changing. Do you know Ridley Scott directed a G.I. Joe movie? No. I refuse. I I I swear to God. G.I.J. Uh, G.I. Jane. That's not a G.I. Joe movie. It's a G.I. Joe movie. It's, it's not G.I. <laughs> I was like, what? I know my man ain't talking about G.I. Jane with the Queen okay. Debbie Moore. Yes. Uh uh, okay, so the first G.I. Joe movie of these new ones, this is just a funny thing that happened. It came out in 2009. Yes, Rise of the Cobra. Right? Rise of the Cobra. Um, in the credits, they play a Black Eyed Peas song where Fergie says, um, I'm so 2008, you're so 2000 late. And yet, this movie came out in 2009. <laughs> So she was also late. 2000 late. And I always thought that was very funny. I can imagine 2009 Sam Bannigan going. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw it with my dad and we were like, wait, hold on. Did they just say I'm so 2008? It's 2009. They're a whole they're already a whole year late. They're a whole year late, guys. Which is which I thought was very funny. Well, also, remember Dennis Quaid? Yeah, is he in it for three seconds? Also, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in G.I. Joe. He's the main baddie. Spoiler alert. Is he really? Yeah. It, Man, yeah. I, that's wild. Then what is it? G.I. Joe Retaliation? Uh, with, yeah, with, by jo- directed by John Chu. Yeah, and it has The Rock. 
does have the right. And Bruce Willis. He is G.I. Joe. His name is He's Joe. He's the G.I. Joe? Yeah. His name is Joe Colton. You're right. Isn't it? Uh, these, these movies just dangling around in my brain. I don't know why. Well, I'm glad I watched Forrest Gump again. Um, brought back cool. a lot of fun memories. Uh, I feel like now this is this is the final final wrap. Yeah. Any any last words, parting words on Mister Gump? Uh, fuck this movie. It's bad. Under what circumstances? If if a pretty lady, she's your fiance. Hey, babe, you promised you'd watch my favorite movie with me. Forrest Gump. I don't think I would marry someone who She's whose favorite movie was Forrest Gump. Perfect in every way, everything you've ever wanted. And her perfect and her, her favorite, favorite movie is Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump. Uh, One of her favorite movies. Hereditary, that's... Back to the Future, Arrival, and Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump. <sighs> that's I hate that. I hate that person. I hate who that who that person would be. I don't like them. Well, that was me in 2016, Sam, so... <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. I liked all those movies of then. You liked all those movies, but they weren't your fit. You were like, these are my favorite movies of all time. Um, yeah, this is true. Do you um, have any final thoughts on the forest? Um, the forest Whitaker? Hey, um... I love Forrest Whitaker. Can't wait. Can't wait for him to, uh, I don't know. Be a mentor. In, in Star Wars? Yeah. I'm very, I don't know what he's doing. Did he die in Star Wars? Yeah, but they'll probably do another, like, prequel. Oh, movie. probably. Those are my final thoughts on Forrest Gump. Great. My name is Sam Bannigan. I am Andrew Thomas. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, this one was a fucking weird one. We're back next week with a new movie. Yay! It's happening, everybody. It's going to happen. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, sorry we missed last week. Andrew's computer exploded and decided that we should not talk about Space Jam. So we talked about Space Jam on Friday for our uh, Patreon. Uh, that episode should be coming out uh, a couple days after this one, uh, probably by the end of the week. Um, so if you want to hear us talk about Space Jam, uh, you can subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash welcomebackpod. Uh, as little as five bucks a month, you'll get that bonus episode and all of our previous bonus episodes. We do a lot of goofy stuff uh, in there. A lot of fun. Um, yeah, check us out there. Uh, join Lennox Studios in producing us over on our Patreon. Um, you can also uh, subscribe and follow us on all the different uh, social media platforms and um, pod catchers of your choice at Welcome Back Pod. Uh, we'll, we'll send you to all of our, our social medias and you can find anything you might be looking for there. Um, and that's a, that's a really wonderful way to help out the show. Uh, if you don't have any money, to give to us because you're poor. We're also poor. Poor, and poor, baby, poor. Ask you for money every every week. Hey, we all have a Jenny hey. in our lives. Oh, we boy. all have a Bubba in our lives. We all have oh, a Lordy. We all have a Mama. We all have a Lieutenant Dan. 
You know what they would all love? These characters in this movie? The Welcome Back Podcast. I, I highly recommend. Tell your friends. You're the, you're the Forrest Gump in your life. Tell your friends about us. And send them here. That's a, I hate that sentence. I hate that sentence. You're the Forrest Gump of your life. Be the, be the Forrest Gump of your own life. Buy yes. my uh, self-help book. Life isn't like a box of chocolates. <laughs> yeah, the title's just, just read the back. Read the back of the box. 